And we're going. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. Wherever you are tuning in from, I do truly appreciate the fact that you're tuning in here with me at the High Button. My name is Justin Belanger. Whether it's your first time here with us or you've been with us for every single episode, just know that we will not disappoint. And I'm very grateful that you tune in here with us. All right, so our next guest, William DeVoe. William is going to Harvard next year to play some hockey. NCAA Tier 1, not a big deal. I'm excited to talk to him and see what has led him to this point of his life. It's going to be a great podcast. Sit tight. You know what comes next. Here we go. All right, we're going. We're live. Well, not live, but it's record being recorded. But what's up? Thanks for coming back. I appreciate it. My pleasure. I'm glad to be here. Um, yesterday, for those of you who don't know, we had a little bit of a technical difficulty with the podcast. So this is round two, but it'll be good because you got all the nerves out the first time. Yeah, for sure. No, I feel. I think it was good we did that. Kind of. Yeah. Know each other a bit better, and then. It'll be a good one. Two. Yeah. We also got a new setup. For those of you watching on the camera, it's a different setup. We got face on face. I think it's better, and we got the incest incest whatever it's called yeah it's a totally different vibe here today than it was two days or yesterday so it'll be good how was hockey today it was good it was, uh, it was a long day tough workout this morning then uh nice day kind of swimming on the water and then to make my way to practice so it was a good one man it was hot out today it's hot right now yeah, it was brutal um bit sunburned it was definitely did you definitely yeah i was out out on the lake all day so what lake are you on I was just at my buddy's house who I trained with, Andrew Coxed. He plays for uh, the Ramparts, and we kind of we train in the morning, then usually hang out during the day. So nice. He lives out in Fall River, and he's got a he's got a nice lake there. Speaking of great organizations, I heard that organization, the Ramparts, are incredible. Like yeah. if there's any organization in junior that treats you like an NHL team, up there's few. The Musets is one, uh, Ramparts is another. Couple in the O, but like apparently it's just top notch there. Oh yeah, he he loves it there, and you know from everything I hear from him, you know. He just says it's a pro pro organization. I mean, from the rink to everything they got there. So, I know he definitely he definitely enjoys it there. They're in a new rink there, aren't they? Yeah, they got the I think it's the Videotron Center. They used to be at the Coliseum, which was another unreal rink. So, yeah, it's a pretty pretty sweet setup there. I remember I was in the Coliseum when I was younger, and we went to see. I think it was like an exhibition Montreal Canadiens game. And we were in the upper bowl, and I remember being terrified because yeah, it's like so, so steep. High. Yeah, you're like right on top of the ice, even though you're so high up. Like I couldn't be imagined like ten beers deep up there, just <laughs> trying to walk down those stairs. Like, oh man, I wouldn't want to do it. It would be terrifying. Yeah. Well, especially as a kid, I could, it was it was bad as well. Yeah. Um. Sure. All right. So one thing we didn't even talk about yesterday was uh, the NHL top prospects game for the USHL. By the way, sick jerseys. Talk about that game, that experience. Who coached you? Where was it? Give me the rundown on it. Yeah, no, that was definitely a fun game to play in. We actually, it was in, it was in Tri City while I was playing for Tri City. So, you know, oh, our sick. team hosted the game. Um, it was a blast. It was like a three-day event. Uh, we got there. I think we we played at home on a Saturday, and then we got up Sunday. It was me and t- two other kids from my team. Okay, maybe three, but. Uh, Two of us run. Two of them were on the other team. One of them was on my team. So we kind of Sunday got some gear fitted. Got to meet some meet some of the guys. Went out for dinner and then uh, Monday we kind of did uh, some on ice testing. I think it was. And then we had a practice. And then we the game was on Tuesday. So it was definitely a pretty cool event. It was in Kearney, Nebraska. That's where Tri City is. And uh, 
you know it was cool because that's a organization that that's on the rise and uh for the try the team you the tri-city tri-city team, team yeah. yeah for sure and for them to bring bring that game there was a big step for them um and i know a lot of people in the town enjoyed it but for me personally i i really enjoyed it it was rewarding you know being there after having a year and a half under my belt and to, to yeah. play in that game in my junior hometown i guess definitely and with my best buddy on the team i also uh jace foskey so you know it was it was a fun game you ever think about like scouts like when you're playing the game you're like, you know this is a pretty big game it's a it's an all-star game it's a scouting game for the nhl like i'm not saying your future depends on it but there's definitely a lot of pressure for that game do you feel that or do you just uh, whatever another game for you yeah i think for me it's every game you just got to do something to get yourself noticed mm-hmm. um whether that's if you know you're not making plays that night be physical, get to the net, try and get a tap one in or something. Just bring something to the table every shift. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, scouts are there or not. Every game you got to bring it. Because if scouts aren't there, either way, you got to compete to stay stay in the lineup with your team and be on the top of your game. So, yeah. it's not – I feel like if you think about it, it's just going to be a distraction. So, just put it in the back of your head and yeah. let it go. Because if you kind of think about it, it's like that game – like an all-star game or a scout, like a big scout game, whatever the hell you want to call it. Yeah. I feel like a lot of it is for the fans. Don't get me wrong. It's for the players too. But, like, yeah. that brings fans out. Because, like, a good scout going to watch you play is not going to be like, okay, this let's watch this one game. This is going to determine what whether or not he's going to get drafted into the NHL, whether or not he signs somewhere, whether or not yeah. he goes on to the next step. Like, a good scout's going to watch someone over the course of a year. Yeah. If you think no, about for it. Sh- for sure. And that's what I think, you know. It's just another, that for that game especially, you know, it's just another game. You got to go out and play, yeah. you know, keep it simple. Play like it's any other game and just, you know, if it, there's probably a bit more motivation for that game. Definitely. Like you're kind of, you know, we were pretty fired up. But then in the end, you just got to gotta stay calm and just play your game. So it was definitely – I think I learned a lot, you know, through that whole process and going through – even though I played a handful of games this year, mm. you know, with all the scouts' eyes on you, you just mm. got to keep – you can't have, I guess, like, you can't get too worried about it. And if, even if you got, like, like if you have a bad game, you can't get too down on yourself. If you have a great game, you can't, you know, be yeah. arrogant or think you're you're going to get drafted. You got to just kind of keep working hard and then, because it's such a long season. Ugh. Well, it's a long career long if you think career, about yeah, it, Yeah, especially that, too. I mean, every night you got to bring, you got to bring it. Yeah. Especially at your age, man. Like, you're at that age right now where it's just like that stepping stone. I guess you, uh, that's not technically true because a lot of, players peak later mm-hmm. but you can definitely it's a, it's a lot coming up uh, i think as a younger player with that pressure especially in a game like that when you said you were talking about the ushl the other day and you're talking about the age group you said you were one of the younger guys right yeah so both years i played uh, in tri-city i was the youngest guy on the team wow um it's definitely older like i know in the queue and like the o and stuff there they have a good number of 16 17 year olds but in the ushl um they kind of tend to go for older players. How? What's old? Like 19, 18. There's not there's not a lot of kids under 18 in the league. Okay. Um, but you know there is there is some a lot because in the states I find a lot of kids tend to stay like and play high school <laughs> in their hometowns. Because high school's big in it's college, huge. right? Yeah. In the it's state. like football. Yeah. So they kind of love to stay back and play their senior year. Yeah. So, I mean, in coming from here, it's kind of the Canadian way is kind of push yourself to juniors. So. Definitely. I started playing when I was 16, and, you know, I'm glad I made that decision in the end. You ever notice, like, a style of play? Like, I went to Europe two years ago and watched some European hockey, and I found it 
complete 180 from the NHL. Like, did you ever do you find any difference from Canada U.S. hockey? Any um, similarities? Anything? I think it's tough. Like when I played minor midget back home, it was very like it was very fast, uh, physical and skill. But like I found juniors, it kind of like the pace almost like the pace. It was very fast, but the pace almost slowed down a bit. Like sorry, sorry, where in 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 junior in the okay. USHL? Yeah. yeah, I just feel like it was very. It was very physical, but it was more like it's hard to describe. But um, there's a lot of lot, 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 lot of skill, like a lot of plays being made. Yeah, and it was tough to score. That was the main thing. Like all their games were two one, three two. Yeah, like it was. There's a lot of good goalies in that league, so and a lot of teams are defensively pretty sound. So, well, if you think about the way the NHL is going right now, it definitely sounds as in that more direction, more speed, yeah. more skill, more. Less mistakes. Well, like it's always less mistakes. But if you look at today's NHL, that's exactly yeah. what it is. That's the biggest thing I think was that's the word I was kind of looking for in the USHL was like, there's not many mistakes, and everything's kind of based off people making mistakes. That's where you get opportunities. Yeah, it's pretty tough to make things make things happen just because it's so so fast and physical. Yeah, so you kind of got to jump on people, you know, turn a puck over or an odd man rush. So yeah, that's, that's one thing I always I learned after my career was the mistakes that I made. I always wish I had we did more um, video, yeah, like before in practice. Do you guys do that? In, yeah, in we the, really like. How much do you love that? I love it. It's just because I even watch it like on my own time. I yeah. just try and you know see what I'm doing personally. But I know as from a team aspect, we did it before every game. You know, it's awesome throughout the week a ton because um, it's I think it's huge. Like yeah. you got to watch yourself. And now they're kind of getting iPads on the bench and stuff. Do you guys um, have iPads on the bench? Uh, we did in the USHL, but I know in college, Harvard, they I'm will. Pretty sure they do, yeah. And that's like you can come off the ice and see right away. Um, that's awesome. So that's that's wicked. It's Hope, a game changer. Yeah, for sure. Because that's like you think you might be doing something on the ice, or you think you might be like your intensity's up, but then you watch the video and like you're sluggish or yeah. you're not making the right play. So that's the biggest thing for me is just watching it and seeing what I can what I can change like right away. Do you know who uh, Matt Anthony is? He's the coach over at Newbridge. Yeah, I think I've, I've heard of him. I don't know him. Yeah. He, well, he's been on here personally. a couple times, and he's coaching over there. And one, we had a great conversation about okay. um, younger players, like Novice, Adam P. We even banned him. Okay. About, like, just parents having iPhones. Like, I, back in the day, it would kind of – I wouldn't want my dad coming to the rink with, like, a tripod filming me yeah. with, like, a big-ass camera. But, like, now, like, if I was a parent and my kid was uh, on the ice playing a game, like, I'd have my phone out. Just filming him, so after the game he could watch him and hit watch himself and see the mistakes he'd make. Because if I saw that at a young age and Pee Wee ban him, like it would have benefited me so much. Because every time my dad told me I did something, I'd be like, nah, nah, nah I don't think so. Yeah. You know, but if you actually saw sure. yourself, like tremendous amount of help. Yeah, that's it helps. Like even just sitting back, like before games, I kind of just we have a thing called fast hockey, and we can kind of go back and watch all our games and uh, even like days i was bored because i didn't go to school last year i'd kind of i just watch tape or before the game i'd watch i just go over like i'd kind of watch the other team's last game see what they're about watch their goalie mainly kind of see where he's getting if he's getting beat to one side all the time or you know just little things that you can kind of if that happens in this game yeah. like tonight's game you can put one in the back of the net and that'd be the difference in the game it's interesting because when i was 17 we didn't have anything like that i wonder if that's like a trend in today's game if that's just like it's an essential to play hockey at a high level that you have to have video. Because, like, yeah. I think back they, when I played, huge. it was nothing. Yeah, like, nothing. they emphasize it. Like, even at Harvard, we got, a, like, a little theater kind of video room down away from the dress room. And then they have a projector in the room, too. So, they, they, like, video is huge. And 
I know one of the coaches that was telling me about, like, they got an app even that you can go in and watch your shifts after a game. And Ugh. there's just so much emphasis on video and, you know, critiquing the little things. It's kind of fun, too, because if oh, you, like, yeah, if you did, sure. we're talking about the mistakes, but if you make a sick play and you score, yeah, like, it's great to have that on that's film. That's the best part about it, yeah, yeah, I think. So that's what I always look forward to. If something, like, good happens, I'll kind of go yeah. to that first for sure. It's kind of cool, man, just seeing the, the technology uh, upgrade and get better year by year, not even in hockey, just in, in, in sport, general. In, sport yeah. in general. It's crazy how fast it's developing. Do you like, ever hear these, like, I don't know how Gatorade started. It someone started. I'm pretty sure there's actually a company in Halifax that does this. It's like a sweat calculator i guess it, it essentially it's like a pestle let's say you go practice they put a patch on you yeah and I've, you go practice and it can measure your heart rate how much weight you lost um if you hurt yourself uh things like this and apparently it's it's incredible so what they can learn from what they can uh what they learn from this is your diet how much more more water you need to be drinking how much gatorade you need to be drinking things like that and yeah it's like a it's down to a science right now yeah it's it's, it's crazy like even they got those those heart rate monitors on a lot of athletes like Smart. in college and in the gym I mean, it tracks your heart rate, obviously, and then, but even like the calories you're burning, like, so you can kind of track everything. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. And then going off that that sweat thing, my old coach and midget actually, he's got like a kind of a he runs a skills development thing in Toronto. Okay, and it's pretty big. And he was sponsored by Gatorade, and uh, awesome. when it was first coming out, so I kind of that's when I first heard of it, and it was crazy like how they were doing it. And they were giving kids like, or they were giving their athletes these like mixes, I guess, with how much they usually sweat out and how much they need to replenish. So it was like personalized to the actual athlete, which no I thought was way. crazy. Yeah. When was this? Just like two two years ago. This was before it came out, and they were kind of they were just developing it. So I thought, like, just looking at that idea, I thought it was crazy. The beauty of sport, man. Just so many things surround the actual game. Like even this, like. Even though we're not playing a sport, we're talking about the sport. But it just yeah. the science of it, the the politics of it, the the news reports of it. It's just ugh, it's just there's, so much to so do. So much that goes into it. Yeah, so much. It's crazy. And this I is mean, just hockey. Yeah, it's it's nuts. It's like it it really is like the sport. It's just a lifestyle. Like everything revolves it. Like your whole life is just hockey. Even if you're it's not crazy. in the game, you can base a career off it. I was yeah. watching the NFL Network today, and it's training camp right now. And they're breaking down Odell Beckham's left calf. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, who talks about that? But they're I breaking know. it down because he heard it last year. And now it's recovered. And they had the doctor on ESPN talking about his calf <laughs> and how he, like, the exercises he did to recover. Oh, I know. It's, it's nuts. It's almost, it's, it's like it's almost too much. But in the end, like, I think it's good. I it is awesome. almost too much. Yeah. Who said that? There was a great comedian. He's from, uh, he's actually a, a talk show host. He's from South africa noah he's black i forget his name anyways first name noah anyway so yeah. he came over here he was actually you know the show comedians and cars getting coffee jerry seinfeld yeah i think I've, yeah, oh yeah yeah so he was on this show and he went on um and talked to jerry and they had this conversation about the first time noah ever came over to america and watched sports okay. he was watching a yeah. basketball game and he was just like it's amazing the statistics you guys know over here about the players, the game, outside of the game. It's incredible because over there in South Africa, it's just rugby. Rugby's the yeah. biggest sport. And the commentary there is, oh, you know, it's a beautiful game. You know, it's very calm. It's very relaxed. Almost like baseball commentary or soccer because not yeah. a lot goes on. But, like, when you listen to hockey, when you listen to basketball, when you listen to lacrosse, when you listen to football, all this commentary, it just gives stats, 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 stats. Oh, yeah. It's kind of sure. crazy. It's like, and you look at the analytical side of hockey now like it's so big 
Like, I mean, look at Florida there. They fired Jared Glant. For, yeah. Because they wanted to bring in an analytical base coach, and I thought that was that was crazy. Is that is that why? I heard that had, like, part – I think that was part of it. I'm not sure. Because then I know when he started having success in Vegas that they were – Yeah. I saw on Twitter and in the news, like, they were just – they were criticizing the analytical side of it. And but I think, you know – I think that's just one example. I think it's pretty good, you know, yeah. the analytics. But I think it's it's you can't go all all over yeah, analytics. It's hard to give an answer for that. I don't yeah. think there is an answer. I no. think it depends on the situation. Yeah. Have you exactly. ever obviously you've seen the movie Moneyball? Yeah. Yeah, like exactly like for that, like at the end of the movie they say I think it was like like this is kind of a fluke almost. Yeah. And I was like I mean but it is he does have like there is some truth to the Definitely. analytical side of it. I just don't think, like I said, you can go all all out on it. I don't know. It depends on like a sport. Like I don't know if you could do that for hockey. Yeah, there's like, just could so you many really other things of the game. Like baseball is more controlled. I found. Yeah. Like, hockey, not some hockey's a a flick of the wrist. The puck goes a different direction. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah, it's like it's it's a tough conversation for sure. It's it's like there's. I just feel like there's so many things in hockey that you can't like predict like you said like a bad bounce or yeah you know someone's compete level like you can't you can't yeah. base that off a stat or how good they are and like their that's character a good that's, that's the a biggest good point. thing and that's two of the biggest things in hockey so. compete level i like that that's that's a whole different compete level in hockey is different than compete level in baseball i think yeah for sure because you know hockey you're going all the time you're you're battling you're, it's physical you're making plays and stuff and in baseball you're kind of stepping up to the plate and you just got to kind of, I mean, you're reading the batter or the pitcher, I guess. And then, yeah. But are you a baseball guy? You ever mm, play? Not really. I used to back in the day, like a little bit, but I just kind of always played hockey and lacrosse. That was my thing. My cousin's actually, he's a catcher in the Nova Scotia Senior League. For oh, is Sydney he? Sooners, yeah. So I've kind of always watched him. I you enjoy know, it. I like watching the Jays. Oh, it's a great, you know, Doodley, the other guy that's on here, usually yeah. he plays for the Dartmouth Dry okay. in the Senior yeah, League. Yeah, my, my cousin said to say hi to him because oh, he, he knows him. Yeah. No, he's uh, he just got back from Hamilton. He's not here today. Okay. That's hilarious, though. Yeah, I love watching baseball. It's fun. Yeah, so do I. Especially, well, sh- my cousin Sean, he's a catcher, but I, whenever he's in Halifax, I go watch him. Oh, yeah? So, yeah. I, uh, I lived out in Vancouver last year, like a year and a half ago, and they have the Blue Jays single-A team out there. Okay. They're called the Vancouver Canadians. <laughs> yeah. Maybe sits like 2,000, not even 2,000, like 1,500 people in the stadium beer is like four or five bucks you go there sit out on a beautiful stadium yeah. tickets are three bucks yeah and you go watch some guys that are going to be in the mlb in like three four five years it's yeah it's it's, it's a it, beautiful game i enjoy it yeah like whenever i'm in toronto i always go to a jays game oh, i've never been so, to a jays game oh, i i love it i think it's i just like going relaxing and watching yeah. it so well that's what it is it's almost like golf it's yeah. just a, it's a leisure game yeah for sure so no i, I definitely enjoy it you can't be in a rush I just, I just, it's too slow of a game for me. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, to play, you mean? To play, yeah. Well, that's why I couldn't play. Oh, well, that's the that was my problem with it. I think it's a lot of problem with kids growing up. It's because yeah. when you're young, you can't hit the ball anywhere. It's, exactly. it's too hard. Yeah. So it's the kids that stick with it end up playing longer. Yeah, I, that, and that was my issue. I just couldn't stick with it. I think I was like a year and a half, two years maybe, and then I was, I was yeah. done. No. So it I'm wasn't sure, for me. I'm sure parents would rather do that though than hockey because you're oh, outside. Yeah. It's warmer. Yeah, and it's. Probably less money too. Hockey's getting pretty expensive. Oh, yeah, I don't. Do you even know what tuition is or not tuition? Oh, to play. Uh, yeah. I guess it's called tuition. No, what? Yeah, I don't know. Or what like, yeah, expensive fee. To play. The fee. Yeah, I. It's probably still rising. It's crazy. I know in Toronto when I played, 
Like some of the fees to play there must have been like it was crazy. It's the gear. Well, it's not just the gear, but the gear has a big part of it. Apparently, travel. Yeah, tournaments. Travel. Now, like extra practices kids are doing like on top of their team. Like there's just so much. Like dry land, strength and conditioning. It's just it's well, it it's, adds up pretty quick. It's 365. It's 24/7. It's yeah, everything. Seriously. So it's it's definitely not cheap, and it's it's getting like the amount of kids are playing hockey year round. I just I don't get it. <laughs> You're getting overwhelmed talking yeah, about it. <laughs> seriously, like I I take a lot of time off after the season. I don't touch the ice. I just think you need to rest. You need to do other things. Yeah, I agree. So and you gotta let your body like you just you can't tire yourself out. You gotta you gotta have yeah. that balance in life. I was playing lacrosse three weeks ago at the BMO Center. There's like two rinks and then two uh, lacrosse rinks. So two with ice, two without. Okay. And I'm walking by the two rinks with ice. Middle of July, there's kids doing the beep test on the ice, like Jeez. bag skating, like peewee. I'm like, oh, this is not. I don't yeah. know. I just, I, didn't just think. I just think it's it's too much right now. Like we just like when we hop on, we have good practices, but it's not it's not you know it's not over the top. And like I know the guys when we were in Boston at school, you know the pro guys there hop on for 25, 30 minutes. Oh yeah, like we had yeah Dominic Moore. Dominic Moore, the yeah the okay. So he was like he. Uh, when he first got there, we hopped on with him and he ran a skate for us and we were just doing little like skill drills for maybe 25 30 minutes and that was it. We were off stretching, then we went to the or we were already done our workout, so So who ran the practice? Dominic Moore? Yeah, we kind of just hop on and do our own thing and some of the pros that were there, whoever kind of wanted to run it that day. That's sick. Would do it. Yeah, it was it was fun learning like he is. The biggest thing, first thing I noticed with him was how good his backhand is. Like just trying to learn from him. Interesting. He's uh, he does all the little things right. Like that's exactly what I was gonna say about him. He is yeah. a guy who does things that the average fan of hockey would not see how great yeah. he is. And he's so good at every like little thing. It's incredible. He could be on the wall. Two guys coming to pressure him. He'll be able to chip the puck as the centerman's wheeling through through yeah. the two guys pressuring him like off the yeah. boards through them. Like he does these little things that are just like heavenly as a not being like i feel like he's almost the perfect line mate i feel like him and yeah. sid when maybe when more was a bit younger would have been perfect together because he just for sure yeah he, he's there's just, something about him yeah he's just he you know what he brings to the table i think like you said not every fan would see like he's not explosive or dynamic no. but he's just he's so smooth and so smart consistent yeah smart and consistent that's his that's his thing well he so. was on toronto this year wasn't he yeah fourth yeah, line guy fourth line center yeah but he was he's always on the ice like he was pretty relied upon who is uh, who's an older guy too that I was happy with that's going to Pittsburgh? Cullen, I'm happy yeah, Cullen, he's going yeah, back. He's I'm happy good. he's there. Yeah, he's good. He's he's solid. I liked him uh, when they won the cup. I feel every cup team needs one of those guys. Yeah, you need the the depth is everything. Yeah, because you can't you, nowadays you can't run your top line or they're gonna get they're gonna get matched up pretty tough against other teams. You know, second or whatever line they're matching against, and you need that depth to go out there and or even just give the top line a rest. Yeah. And be solid. So especially in like a deep playoffs. Yeah, it's in injuries and stuff. You know, guys, guys got to yeah, move yeah. up and play other roles. So everyone's hurt in playoffs apparently yeah. in the NHL. That's Seriously. what I heard. Oh yeah, it's crazy. Well, it's such a long season. They got to have something going on. Games, man. I can't even. I mean, we played sixty, and it was a lot. Like it was after the season, I was just done. Do you guys fly anywhere? Uh we. F- Flew, we played in Pittsburgh Did at you? the beginning of last year. Yeah. What we, rink? Did you play in the, the Penns Arena? Yeah, uh, we played in their it was like a it was a preseason tournament. Okay. So it was all the USHL there and we played in their uh, practice rink, which was pretty nice. 
Um, oh, the Pens practice ring. Yeah, Sick. so it was kind of just more like a scouting thing. Yeah, it wasn't. It, I was I was hurt. I wasn't playing, but I still made the trip with the team. So cool. it was uh, it was fun. It was pretty cool. Yeah, man. It's uh, apparently like when rookies go to the NHL and they're like, "Also, oh, what did you learn this year?" Like you know how that question always comes up. It's yeah, like a sure. big thing. Apparently, these guys say is travel. Like they learn to rest their bodies. They learn yeah. how to pack for a trip. They learn how to eat. They learn like apparently the travel is a is a huge thing. From sixty to eighty two doesn't seem like a lot of games, but yeah, those last whatever fifteen twelve games. And you're always like totally. they're playing. They're playing through the week. I can't even like. So when I played in Tri City, we were the westernmost team in the USHL. Okay. So we had some pretty pretty bad travel, but even like we didn't really change time zones that much. Yeah. So in the NHL they're kinda they're all over the map, so I can't even imagine like, yeah. going from Boston to Vancouver or something. That's the good thing apparently about the East there well not apparently, I know it is, but the yeah. East Coast travel. Because if you think of all those teams Yeah, the West I heard the West Coast is brutal. Brutal. Imagine yeah. playing in Colorado, Middle America. Yeah. Like you gotta seriously. go all over the that's place. A, like I know like well Kearney, Nebraska is not far from Oh yeah, that's true. Colorado and it is a hike from Halifax. Like of course. There. it's a full day of travel. So where's like your closest team you would play? So we played Lincoln. They were about two hours away. Okay, that's a bad question. Where's yeah. like how do road trips work in the USHL then? I guess is what I want to say. Like is it uh, a couple overnighters? Like how, how does it yeah, work? We'd usually like they took care of us pretty well in Tri City. Like we'd usually go down the day before. Okay. Unless we played like Lincoln or Omaha, which was two, three hours away. Yeah. So we'd they'd be day trips. But other than that, we'd usually go down. Cause you, you only play on weekends normally. Oh, so that's you, pretty you play, good. Then. You play Friday, Saturday, the odd Sunday, Tuesday game, maybe here and there. But we usually travel. We'd get up, practice Thursday morning. Um, if you were in school, you get the day off. And then we'd uh, bus down. Uh, usually stay, yeah, we'd stay overnight in the city. We'd drive right to the team we're playing, get up the next morning, morning skate, and then play that night. I was thinking of weekend games. That must be pretty good for the fans then. Yeah, for sure. I think smart by the, the league. Yeah, and it's also school, so kids they don't want kids traveling throughout the week, especially the high school kids. Yeah, because I mean it's a feeder league for the NCAA in college, so yeah, they got to make sure they got to try and keep kids in school as much as they can. You ever have like uh, tutors on the road or anything like that? I got to relight this thing, by the way. I think it's, right. I think it's out. But yeah. no, do they ever have any tutors or anything like that on uh, the bus? Not really on the bus. I think some kids might get some extra help, but I know I had. When I was trying to write my SAT to get into college, yeah. I had a tutor on the road, and he kind of. But that's, it was over. It that's was over. sick that they allow that. Yeah, so, but he he or he wasn't. He was just over the phone. So when I got to the hotel, oh, okay. I kind of like Facetime him, and he'd take me through some stuff. But still, man, that's going above and beyond. I bet other teams don't do that. No, yeah, like, like that's a that's a try city. That was a they were a, like first class organization. They were. Did you know that going in though? You must have like you. you I knew of it kind of, and then as I played there, like. And went to other teams and saw kind of their conditions. Um, it was definitely like one of the one of the best places to play, and I loved my time there. I know the owner, uh, Kirk Brooks. He's from Las Vegas, actually. And we'd have our we'd have our tryout camp out in Las Vegas every year. So that was that was the best. That was one of the best. Parts. Dude, well, it is good, but it's not because you're underage. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so still, sick, though. I get uh, it. Yeah, no, we went my second year. We went out. Me and a couple couple guys went out like i think a week and a half early and just trained and skated and it was just in vegas yeah so it was, that was pretty awesome that's sick man yeah it's it's uh i love it there how yeah i've never awesome. been what's vegas like well, i mean obviously i was underage but still like <laughs> yeah. even just being there like the weather's awesome it's yeah like, it's really nice yeah you ever go to floyd mayweather's gym 
No, I did. I didn't. That's the first place I put. Ah, that's a lie. But I'd we like kinda, to see it. Yeah, for sure. I know. Yeah, I think one of my coaches was talking about it when I was there. Like he was gonna go visit it, and then we just never got around to it. Yeah, like so. apparently he allows like sometimes public open to the public like to watch him work out yeah i heard that too they, that's what he was trying to go watch and he was like he was telling me about it and i was like oh that'd be pretty cool like i'll go with you and Would then be. something we were practicing or something we never got around to it what's the ice like in vegas it's in the summer it's pretty soft <laughs> like it's i had to change my skate sharpening right away yeah like I, I remember the first year i was there yeah i got off the plane skated the first day and i was like yeah no way i was i just felt like I felt so slow. Yeah. I, just, I was working so much harder because I usually go like a half inch and then I went down to five eighths, I think. Okay. And I felt way better. What kind of but skates do you use? Uh, I use Bauer 1S's. I don't know. I just, I don't know the, I just yeah. know the brand. Yeah. I just use Bauer, but, um, I get like, I do quite a bit to them. Like I reinforce the sides and stuff so they don't, they don't break down because I used to use CCM and they just be destroyed after half a season how many skates do you get at harvard next year do they as many uh, as you want i'm not i'm not sure i think i kind of just need base if you need a new pair they'll kind of they'll give you one i know i got mm, one or two pairs a year in, in junior do you have any siblings yeah i got a young younger sister oh sis so she, she usually wears all my no yeah, yeah, she, she has the same size skates as you uh she uses my ones from like Bantam, I think. Oh, so this year you might. If you okay, well, here's the deal. If you don't, if you use a pair, just yeah. say you don't like them, save them, ship them here, and <laughs> then in. if your sister doesn't want them, I'll take them. All right, what size are you? Uh, I use like a, I think I'm a nine. Shoe, I'm ten and a half. Okay, yeah, so am I. So, so okay, I'll perfect. Give, I'll give you a pair. Thanks, man. Appreciate no it. Worries. Anything yeah. else? I don't. Uh, no, I got new yeah. gloves. No, I'm good. I'm good. I just need skates. I need skates, skates and we're good. All right, love I it. Think, I think I have an extra pair at home. We'll <laughs> no, no, I want the the pair that you get at Harvard. Okay. Harvard pair. How many pair of skates do you have at home right now? I got three of the ones I have right now. Jesus, man. I've been I like them. I I've been using the same ones for a couple of years, and I just the Bowers. Yeah, it's like a my equipment guy got them custom done in Tri City, and I love them. Like he did, he always got me the best stuff. Like he was he was top notch. Is Graf still a thing? Is still make? Do they still make Graf? I think so. I thought I saw a kid. Actually, the kid I was traded for this year. I just <laughs> you um, got traded for a kid that wears graphs. Yeah, tough. He's drafted the NHL. Like I'll give it to him. He's, he's a good player. He's drafted the NHL. Yeah, he just got. There drafted. you go. He's good. He uh, so they're making graphs still. Yeah, I just I noticed it because I when I got traded, we played Tri City the next that weekend. Okay. And I just saw him in warmups, and I was like, I like looked twice, and I was like, oh, those graphs. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and they turned out he's pretty good, so I couldn't chirp him. But, What's his name? Uh, Sam Henchies. I don't he's, know. Yeah, he's. Drafted by Minnesota, I think. That's a, that's a great team to get drafted by. Yeah, for sure. I'd love to get drafted there. He's a, he's a good player. He's, I think he's going to St. Cloud State next year. Okay, cool. So in Minnesota. So, so you school. might play against them, right? Yeah, if uh, I don't, they're in a different conference in the NCAA, so probably not regular season, but maybe in the NCAA, the tournament there, we might play. Frozen them. Four. Yeah, or the. I think it goes well. It goes sixteen, eight, and then Frozen Four. So I think we could play them at any any point in that. Okay, cool. So. When I think of graphs, I think of um, the big white tongue. Yeah, the ones uh, who used to wear them, Robbie Shrimp. Yeah, yeah the great blade. call. Yeah. What do you do with the, What do you do? Do you put your shrimp pad over your tongue, or do you leave yeah, it leave it out? Yeah, shrimp pad over. What do you do with the back? I tuck it. I tuck it over. You tuck it over the back. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I, uh, I started Taylor Burke. Like I saw he got. He told me one time 
well, he cut his Achilles because he got cut over the back. That's a terrible injury. So he, when I was talking to him, and then I started doing it after, because he, he started putting his sock over the back. And then I know Carlson also got cut. Oh, by Cook. Yeah, by Cook. So I just thought. Do you think that it. was on purpose? I don't know. That's I, a tough call. Cook's kind of slimy, I think. So. But I, if you look at the replay, it doesn't look, I don't know. Yeah, I know. You can't. But it's Cook, so you can't put it past exactly. him. Exactly. You can't. I don't know. His history, look at Cook's history kind of puts it in question, but. So you put your, you put, so essentially your sock is over your whole skate. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. It's a lot of American guys do it. Too. Really? Yeah. Do you put it down the whole way or just like a little bit? Just a little bit. Uh, like halfway down the back kind of. Yeah. So okay. Drew Ann did that. Yeah. Drew Ann, he does it. Um, some guys go like really aggressive and put it. All the way down. That's like European. Yeah. If yeah, you put it all the way down. That's super Swedish. So <laughs> I know all the Swedish guys on my team, they'd always do it. It's funny how that's like a it's a language in hockey, like like a style of hockey oh, player. Yeah. Like that's a thing. It's an yeah. actual thing. I know. It's like you just especially the Swedish because we had four of them. Did you? Here in Tri City, yeah. Just the way they, they dressed, <laughs> the way they like they were their their own breed. It was funny. That's so I'm funny. Sure they're saying the same thing about us, but Yo, yeah, what, were, what were we talking about yesterday? Um the fishbowl. Oh yeah, and that's a thing too. It's like hockey style. Yeah, fishbowl. Fishbowl. Uh, yeah, it's like no one else would know what a fishbowl is. Yeah, unless you're playing hockey. Baseball. Back to baseball. They have tons of slang. Like yeah, that language. Like, I love that language. I wish I knew it. Yeah, seriously. Humby. Uh, they that? say humby. That's what it's humby, a thing. Yeah, yeah. My cousin always he always says stuff like that. Humby. I don't know what it means, yeah. but I like it. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Um, gitch. Like hockey gitch? gitch? Yeah, that's something I didn't learn until I got to junior. Like someone was like, throw your gitch in after Yeah, same. And I was like, so I had to go ask him. Like, that was my gitch. But I don't know if that's like a other sport thing or if it's just a hockey thing. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. Like that's, that's considered gitch. Yeah, this is like a workout shirt, I guess. And then anything, I guess you'd wear under your gear or working out. That's what I consider it. Do you, ha- do you have, um, like when you have to throw it in the wash, do you have like one of those clips or do you have a bag to throw it in? All no, your we use loops. We use loops. In What's a lube? Like uh, you kind of put your shirt, like it's like a loop. Oh, together. loop. I thought yeah. you said lube. Sorry. Oh, okay. No. Okay. No. Yeah. I got, and you put your socks on like the, the string kind of. Yeah. 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 yeah some like, some guys have the bag. They chuck it like the all. bags are nice. A lot of the pro guys, I always see they have the, the bags. bags. Yeah. It kind of would be easier, but loop is fine. I don't know. I, I'd like to try the bag out. If I had a bag, I'd yeah. use it. My roommate had it in uh, when we played minor midget, and he said it was like he'd always. It was so easy. He just take it out his bag, throw it like. Yeah. It was nice. Do you, what do they have at Harvard? Loops or bags? Or you could probably uh, pick. No, I think they just have loops. They were. Uh, yeah, they were weird though. Instead of the string on the, put your socks. It like clipped in. And you put a bunch of. It was weird. Really. I'd never seen it. Yeah. When you get it, take a picture. I want to see it right. if it's there. Yeah. So I did some research on Harvard, not even on the hockey side, just like the academic side. And it was kind of cool how the way they like they determine success. And I wanted to kind of get your opinion on it, what you think about it. Like, So essentially what they try to do is try to mold the mind to think outside the box in order to succeed in life. They don't believe in looking at a textbook and looking at the X's and O's and going with the flow. They believe yeah. kind of a going against the grind figuring out your own way to solving a problem and that's essentially their recipe to succeeding in life which i kind of thought was cool it's a cool philosophy i find most education systems now are read this book pass this test you'll be okay in life which i think is bullshit um i don't know i just kind of wanted to get your thought on that uh, on what uh, harvard's philosophy was i I thought it was very cool yeah no i've I've only been there for a month so far but you know talking to other guys on the team um that's mainly what they say is like 
a lot of stuff isn't really it's not really textbook at all it's a lot of you know your, your own thinking you kind of you got to develop ideas by yourself and uh, I mean even for me like I wrote a paper this summer um, it was just a placement exam but even that like what does that mean placement exam so to see what writing class you'll take next year oh like what level of writing yeah. you're qualified so, to take okay okay yeah so and I'm, I'm usually a good writer it's one of my strengths and I like it was a philosophy essay and I opened it up and was like what like, I couldn't – it took me, like, three days to even just read the – three <laughs> readings, and you had to kind of – Yeah. You had to write the paper. And it, I sat there for days, like, just I couldn't do it. I was like, this is impossible. And then I started to think, like like you said, like, think outside the box almost. Yeah. Look at some different ways of looking at it. Yeah. And that just clicked, and I was, like, able to write the paper. It took me, like, an hour. That's cool. So like, yeah, and you kind of, like – I heard a lot of the classes like that, too. Like, it's not just – like, I was looking through the course catalog – and like some of the names of the courses, it's not your regular like math, science. science like yeah. There's so many, such a broad like Spectrum, selection of yeah. yeah of courses that you can take and kind of prepare yourself for for life after college. That's awesome. I love hearing that. I'm uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to get in on some of these classes and start to learn. You know. Yeah, man, definitely. So you said writing is your strong suit. Yeah, I'd say. Uh, I definitely say writing. Yeah, I think yeah. Uh, my SAT. My other scores were they were decent, but then my writing was like, I think it was 99th percentile. It was like I just wrote a solid essay, and it was every time. Nice. That was kind of my my thing. Whenever when I played hockey, we used to go on these long road trips. I'd just be bored out of my mind, and I'm not a big reader. I don't mind a, a book every now and then, but I don't yeah. I don't really like it. So my strong suit is writing. So when we'd go on these long road trips, I'd just bring up my uh, laptop and I'd write movie scripts. So like I have a bunch of movie scripts under my name, and then. So when I was 19, 20 years old, that's kind of how I developed uh, the skill of writing. And that's that's, awesome. that's kind of funny how you're you're a, a strong cool. writer, I'm too. Actually, I'm, a, I'm a big reader, but I also like to write, too. Like, I kind of just write. Uh, like, one of the things I do is I just, like, debrief on, like, my days and stuff. So I'll kind of just, like, if I'm stressed or anything. Oh, cool. Like, I'll just write and kind of get my mind off things. And it's kind of, like, when you put, like, you look at kind of, I read the, the book Game Change. What's that about? It's about Steve Monitor, um, and kind of the CTE side yeah. of things. Yeah. How he kind of, but like his was this is pretty extreme, but he obviously had a lot of depression and stuff, and yeah. it was tough to watch. But even just in regular day life, like he, what he would do was he'd write stuff down and help him like clear his mind. And even just for me, like that's what I do throughout the day. Yeah. I just write, you know, how I'm, what I'm thinking, like. Yeah. Just put your put your thoughts to paper. I kind of want to do start doing that too. Just not, not even like write like a, just like a paragraph. Just yeah, be like, okay, today I felt like shit when I woke up, came home, had dinner. Just like something, just to kind of like look back, like let's say I'm 60 years old. I can look back to when I'm 26 years old and be like on this day. this That would be cool. Yeah. No, that's, Is that kind of what you're doing? Yeah. It's like some days are simple. Some days are maybe three sentences. Like today I accomplished nothing. I just had no motivation. And then it's like another day it's like I did all this stuff. Like this is what I was thinking throughout the day. Or like I had a cool thought. Like just throw it all down. I'm going to start doing that. Yeah. That seems very satisfying. Yeah, no, it is. Like no one would really think about it, and then even like a week. Doing it. Yeah, just but try like it for a week, and you'll get. I almost got like hooked on it, because like especially yeah. when I was at school, I kind of had some extra time on my hands, and that's what I that's what I do. But it doesn't even take time. It's just it takes no. ten minutes. Yeah, exactly. So, but like thinking about it right now, it's like I don't even know what I did last week on Wednesday. Like I would, <laughs> I'd love to go back and look at that and just be like, here's what I did last Wednesday. That would be very satisfying. Yeah. I'm gonna start doing that. <coughs> I'm sure, in like like you said, in a couple of years, when you look back at it, it's crazy to yeah you know see what you were doing back then and how your days like you, you kind of have a 
big picture of what you were doing back then. Yeah. But like the day-to-day stuff, you're just kind of foggy. Cause think about that. Let's say like, <clears throat> say you're like you're 34, 35 years old. You're like in the NHL and you're like on a road trip in Tampa. Actually, no, let's say Dallas. Yeah. And then you look back to when you're 17 years old and you're like, oh, right now I'm in, uh, I'm in my Harvard dorm room just studying for my science exam. Yeah. I don't know. That's kind of it. Would be cool. Be cool. Yeah. Satisfying. Yeah, that's that's the biggest thing. It's satisfying. Speaking of satisfying, did you watch any of the movies I told you to watch last night? I didn't I had a come on, man? I had a busy afternoon, so. What'd you do after? I think I know I was doing something. Did you write it down? No, I <laughs> you I gotta was, write I was it. On the run, yeah, I was up for like, I had a thing. I forget, but after I, yeah, I have no, I no recall what I did yesterday afternoon. People watch people watching this video probably think I'm lighting a cigarette or something right now. <laughs> I don't know. I love the smell of these things. It's helping me. Do you still smell yeah, it? Yeah, no, I do. It's We're talking about it's fine. Like you smell it. I find the the smell of it's really strong for the first like 10 minutes and then it kind of yeah, fades it off. Yeah, definitely fades. But I don't have a holder for it cuz like as soon as it hits the You see what I mean? As soon as it hits the glass, it yeah. just Anyways, I got to figure that out. Anyways, another movie uh about Harvard uh the social network. Seen you haven't seen the social yeah. network with the, I'm, not a, I'm not a big movie guy like i don't really watch a lot the only one movie i have seen i'd say about harvard was um it's called it's about these mit harvard students or they're trying to get into harvard med school what's what's it called the movie um if you don't know it's fine like the, it's just about them counting cards in vegas i'm trying to think of the name it's on netflix it's actually really good oh is, is uh mark Wahlberg in it I don't know. That's not the movie. I know no, the movie. It's, it's called Twenty or Twenty One. It's called. It might be. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Okay. Anyways, keep going. But it's that was a good movie. Like the, I know the guy was trying to get. He was trying to pay for his Harvard med school, and they kind of he got in this like club, and they were just I, geniuses, and they started. They went to Vegas and just cleared the casinos. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they got caught. But. And did he hide his money in the his yeah, ceiling? The ceiling is yeah, I saw that warm, movie. Yeah. I forget the name of it yeah, though. So do I. It's, it's my mind, but no, it's a, it's a good movie. Um, so yeah, I'm going to name the three off again right now that I'll, I need you to watch. So Goodwill, Goodwill Hunting, yeah. A Beautiful Mind, watch A Beautiful Mind first, Okay. A Beautiful Mind, and then uh, The Social Network. You haven't seen The Social Network. That's no, the I Facebook haven't. story. Yeah, no, I haven't. I, tr- I think I was going to watch it this year on the road and then I just I fell asleep or something. I remember. Oh man, that's gonna, a fantastic movie. I got, I got it downloaded on my phone, like on Netflix, I think. Do you? Oh yeah. I, just, I remember seeing it always there. I just haven't got around to watching it. So you're not a movie guy, eh? So what do you do on the road? Uh, Read, write. A lot of times, honestly, on the road, like I, I had my my buddy Brian Yoon. We literally just sit there, and we just like we play little games on our phone. Read. Yeah, it was just my it was my buddy. He was kind of like we were just always we sat each other. We, he sat across from me on the road for like the first year. Yeah. And then the second year, we always the same thing. We had the same seats. And we yeah. moved back, but we were still right across from each other. And there was like a group of us there. We kind of always just hang out, kill time. It was it was pretty funny. I love the buses, man. I miss those trips. Yeah, it's it's the best. Like we had, we had some long ones in in uh, in Tri City, and we uh, yeah we had some we had some funny stories from then. But it definitely bond, helps bond, you know, yeah. the team. And so that's the thing about those road trips. It's like you kind of complain about them that they're long, but at the same time, it's like that's where you make memories of friends and oh, things yeah. like that. Like I know our second year, like we had a. We flew to Pittsburgh right off the bat. Yeah. So our whole team was kind of together for a pretty long, you know, road trip. And even though we were flying, just being together, like, on the road for a weekend and a couple of days. Like, yeah. 
it was definitely good for our team and we were we were we were a close team that year so that was definitely i think that's definitely what kickstarted it and uh, man like being a close team i think is what makes a team a great team especially in playoffs like being close together yeah for sure like um we had a new, we had a coaching change after our first year in in uh, in tri-city and the new coach, uh, Anthony Noreen, when he came in, he emphasized that is like, you know, getting the, the group together and making sure they're super close. And I know as me and as captains, like as our group, our leadership group, we'd always like every Saturday after the game, every Sunday, we'd always have the team together. We try to have as many things throughout the week. Yeah. You know, as it, not, not just like a group of guys hanging out, like the whole, the whole group, yeah. group of guys and not leaving anyone out, like making sure everyone got an invite. Yeah. And even if they didn't want to come, like we dragged them there and yeah. make sure they were there. And I think like that was huge. Like right off the bat, we thought like, Oh, like we got a good, we got a very skilled team. Mm. But then I think preseason, we were all right. And then we went on a ten game, ten game win streak to start the year, and we were in first place by a, like a lot. Yeah. And it was, I think, it was kudos to you know our off ice and yeah. how we conducted like, and it just it just everyone wanted to play for each other even more. So yeah. that's the biggest part. Definitely, because there you know like it comes back to the long schedule. You can definitely get ticked off by some guys because you're around them all year long. Yeah, like it's for sure. it can be tough sometimes in that room. I'm sure as both of us know, but if you're able to like look past that and just focus on one common goal, I know it sounds kind of cheesy, but it's it's a hard thing to do. It is. Yeah. It, it's a very hard thing to do to get everyone on, on the same page working together for one common goal. It's, it's a, it's a tough thing in sport and that was every sport. Yeah, for sure. And that was the craziest thing. Like there were some guys like I, it's hard to say on that team, there wasn't many, like there was barely any issues between guys. Like I couldn't, like there were some kids that might have got shirt more at the beginning. Yeah. A bit more in yeah. And that was kind of funny. But then even if some kids, they rubbed some kids the wrong way, like by the end of the year or by the time I left, I'd say like they were, they were fine. They yeah. Were like, just like anyone, any, any of the other boys. Like yeah. Was, so that was a wicked group and we were, we were fortunate. Awesome. Fortunate to be a part of it. Well, hopefully you can transfer that over to Harvard, man. Yeah, for sure. And the same thing goes for Harvard. They seem like a great, great group of guys in the same way. They got a good, like, their leadership group next year, uh, Michael Floodstrand and Lewis Sutter Gossage. Um, they're unreal guys, and I'm yeah. sure they'll do they'll do the same thing. I think they'll be they'll be really good for the team. Beauty, man. Seems like you're not nervous at all. Like the fact, like we said last time, the fact that you've been there already for a couple of weeks and got your like uh, your bearings all set in stone. Yeah. Like you know what you're looking sure. forward. You don't even have to look forward to it because you already know what you're getting yourself into. I think that helps you a lot. Yeah, and that's I think what the coach Coach Donato, he recommended coming down for the summer just because he had said especially for training and stuff but also when I got there uh, you know I was talking to the athletic trainer and we were talking for a while and he just said like you're gonna get to know everyone Um, it's so good to come down early Uh, like you'll just get adjusted to campus and what college life is like yeah so no it definitely definitely helped me a lot I'm a lot more confident going in in the fall that's awesome man well we got to wrap this up here uh Thank you for coming back. I appreciate oh, it. My pleasure. It Little technical difficulties, but I think this one was ten times better. Like yeah, the comfortability sure. level was awesome. So yeah, no, it was, it was good. Um, if honestly, like who knows? I could be in Boston this year. It's possible. Yeah. If so, I'll shoot you a message. For sure. I'll come watch I, you. Yeah, I'd love to, love that. Um, if not, next summer, come back. We'll jump on the podcast again. For sure. That Beauty. All right. All right.
everyone uh, listening, I appreciate you tuning in. If you could go to all of our social media outlets and like, subscribe, comment, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, all that good stuff. I appreciate it. Once again, I love you guys. We are out.